I said, well, hell, I got it going on then. everyone welcome back to the reload podcast my name is kyle boone and with me on this late thursday night edition of the reload dustin ragusa ragu as always joining me from oklahoma city and uh he is fresh off a superstar performance at his volleyball game uh (laughs) so we are pleasured and honored to have your presence tonight ragu 2-0. Two and zero. Uh, I don't really know what to say. I mean, we dominated. It's the biceps. The biceps—they really do all the work. You know, you just get them in the air. You get them floating next to the volleyball, and uh, and that really does everything you need to do. We thought it was going to be a little bit of a rain delay, but uh, and you were we, just we a stringer to tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. Man. It was. Uh, we're packing. We're moving tomorrow, so staying in Oklahoma City, just moving houses. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so the, the podcast will not be changing then with your uh, moving from different locations then? No, I'm actually not mo- I'm moving like three streets over. So It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. All right. So um, we have two things to get to. This is going to be a fairly short episode tonight because we want to get this episode to you um, to break down the latest commitment for Oklahoma State four-star Shooting guard Chris Harris committed to Oklahoma State earlier in the day. Before we get to our abbreviated episode, I want to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Cowboy fans, do you find filing your taxes to be stressful? It doesn't have to be that way. The team over at Angel, Johnson, and Blassingame is here to help. They offer a wide range of financial services, including tax preparation, payroll, bookkeeping, and LLC formation. And they're accepting new clients and are ready to meet with you. So if you need any of these services, again, that's tax preparation, bookkeeping, payroll, LLC formation, they do it all. If you need any of these services, give Cameron or Evan a call. You will not regret it. 405-224-6363. Again, that's 405-224-6363. So I've mentioned at the top, Chris Harris Jr., uh, the 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 guy who has been almost at the center of at least the past two weeks' episodes, uh, committed to Oklahoma State on Thursday. But before we get to that, there is uh there is some more topical news. Mike Boynton, uh, rumored to be a candidate for the St. John's coaching gig, will not be the St. John's coach. How about that, Regu? Yeah, that was weird. Do you wanna do you wanna take us through kind of how that happened? I think I first saw it from your retweet. Yeah, of the original tweet. Yeah. It, well, so it it started actually with with Chris Mullen and and St. John's kind of mutually parting ways. I guess this was probably about two weeks ago, um, and St. John's their their coaching search kind of took a winding road. Uh, Iona's coach Tim Cluis turned them down decided he wanted to stay there were some other coaches that decided that they would rather stay put including UMBC coach uh, Ryan Odom and uh, Loyola Chicago coach Porter Mosier Um, they both ended up turning down St. John's and and deciding that they wanted to stay at their uh, destination St. John's 
ended up showing interest in in Mike Boynton and Zach Braziller of the New York Post reported that uh, that Boynton had not declined interest as of uh, last night. So it was a little bit of a roller coaster on Wednesday because a lot of people went to bed thinking, oh, well, I guess Mike Boynton might be going back to to New York, a Brooklyn native going back to New York and coaching at St. John's, a, a really historically proud program that has kind of fell on some hard times. Um, and I woke up this morning, had talked to a few people, and, and Matt Norlander of CBS had actually reported that uh, Boynton was, was considered a candidate, was in the mix. But ultimately... Um, this is my long-winded way of saying that Boynton is not going to be the head coach. Uh, it appears reports coming out on Thursday night are that Mike Anderson, the longtime Arkansas coach who was fired this offseason, um, is going to be taking the vacancy. So uh, crisis averted, I guess, for now. Um, but that was, a, that was a weird kind of 24 hours where it's like Boynton could have easily just said, you know what, nah, I'm cool, I'm going I'm to stay put. Um, but ended up kind of stringing it out and – in the meantime, landed a, a pretty nice recruit. So it was a weird kind of 24 hours. Yeah, it was really odd. Uh, I know there was multiple guys that have Boynton's agent that were being contacted by St. John's, correct? Um, that's that's my understanding, although Boy, it, I, I don't think there was a, an agent mix-up. I think Boynton was in the mix. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he was too. I just think it was – it kind of started with that right. and then – you know, Mike Boynton being from New York, St. John's being in New York. It just it just would have been weird. I mean, you and I were talking about it in Slack. You know, maybe he feels like if he has one more bad season, you know, he's on the hot seat, maybe at Oklahoma State, maybe just go start somewhere fresh. Sure. But kind of like you said, you know, St. John's was a powerhouse in the 80s and early 90s. But since then – Under Chris you know, Mullen, ironically. I yeah. Mean, it, it's dark. Right. And since then, they haven't – I mean – what they've made the tournament like three or four times yeah. since, since then. And so it's, I mean, not saying, you know, Oklahoma state's kind of on that same path right now too. It just, it just would have been a weird step. Um, especially I know he's from New York, but you know, he, he didn't play there. He played in South, South Carolina, obviously it just would have felt weird, especially to the recruiting class he brought in. Um, so I was never too worried, but it was definitely odd to hear, his name in the mix, and then it ended up in him getting a pretty highly coveted recruit. Yeah, yeah, and I do think that the the whole like he's from New York thing that that is so to me it's just overrated to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, he's from New York, but like does it, does he really want to? I mean, there's so many different ways you could slice this up, but one, why would he go from? the big 12 considered it at worst a top two conference in college basketball to the big east which i think is probably the fifth best conference in basketball and he would be going from an oklahoma state program that you know is is middle to bottom tier in the big 12 but st john's over the past decade has been at least bottom tier in the big east and the big east is a is a much worse conference I don't know that he'd be getting a pay raise. I I don't know what his buyout would be, but I think because he just signed one last offseason that his buyout would be fairly significant. Um, and for a St. John's program that I don't think has a whole lot of money just laying around, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense, and it felt like maybe there's some agent maneuvering, and, and maybe Boynton gets a raise out of this. Who knows? Yeah. Um, that that would not surprise me, and, and honestly, like, you know, 
I, I, I don't want to, you know, lobby for it and say he deserves a raise, but he's the lowest paid coach in the Big 12. And um, to this point, I think he's shown enough that he, he probably deserves to be a little bit higher, but hasn't been to an NCAA tournament. Um, is recruiting well. There's a lot of promise, but last season was, was kind of a step back. So I think it's just kind of a wait and see deal. Um, so again, it's it's a crisis averted. I think we everyone wants to kind of see how 2019 plays out. Yeah, and do you, do you really want to follow Chris Mullen? Like, is that really what you want to do at St. John's? I, there was like, a, no. But the I thing just is, feel like that's a weird situation either way. Yeah. If you do good or bad. Yeah, Mullen had like a, a negative approval rating. Everyone hated him for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, I think he was pretty like not, he was not very emotionally invested. And I don't know if that's just because that's his demeanor. But, um, you know, like, for example, there's there were times where Mullen would sit on the bench while the team was in a timeout. And then the assistants would run the, <laughs> run the, and it's just like, there's a lot of things where he did where it's like, maybe he's just not that interested and kind of, uh, deferred more often than what you would probably hope from a head coach. So, uh, a lot, I saw a lot of people actually that thought Boynton to St. John's would be a really good hire and St. John's fans would probably love it. I think it would be a good hire actually, but um, we don't have to talk about it because Mike Anderson is is going to coach there. He was unemployed, so uh, contract is uh, is not a factor, and that is a good thing for Oklahoma State. Uh, it, it appears that Mike Boynton is is here to stay, and in fact, um, he has not confirmed this. He he probably won't confirm this, but earlier this afternoon, shortly after Chris Harris committed to Oklahoma State. He sent out a tweet uh, with one, two, three, four, five, six, six emojis <laughs> and uh, three dot, dot, dots. Um, basically said, time to block out the noise. Let's get to work. And I'm all in. Every every time he tweets, I'm like running around my house, like just calling my <laughs> wife. I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to yeah, do a wall. I do love his emoji tweets. But yeah, that was cool <laughs> to see that. I mean, I'm glad it, this all ended how it did and yes. didn't go another way with him leaving and us not getting Chris Harris. So that it it really would have been weird. Um and just the the timing wise of of the St. John's rumors and all that stuff. I I you and I both thought that Chris Harris was was coming to Oklahoma State. Um but it it still felt like it left a little bit of doubt just because it's like, well, you know, there. This is actually on the table. the The national runner up is is squarely in the mix with Texas Tech and Texas A and M is also in the mix. So, um, that's it's it's a good news. It's a good day for Oklahoma State that they are able to retain their coach. It would have really been embarrassing um, w- within a three year span losing your head coach to Illinois, and then to St. John's, a, a much worse program than than Oklahoma State. So. Uh, let's hear one more word from our sponsor and we will finish up with, with some Chris Harris talk. Cowboy fans, do you find filing your taxes to be stressful? Uh, it doesn't have to be that way. And in fact, you should have already filed your taxes. The team over at Angel Johnson and Blasting Game, they are here to help with you. Um, they offer a wide range of financial services, including tax preparation, payroll, bookkeeping, and LLC formation. And they're accepting new clients today and ready to meet with you. So if you need any of these services, Payroll, bookkeeping, LLC formation, any of your tax preparation. Um, they're here to help. They offer all of these services. So give Cameron or Evan a call. You will not regret it. 405-224-6363. Uh, 
Again, that's 405-224-6363. So we're not bearing the lead here. We we didn't mention that at the top. But Chris Harris, top 150 shooting guard from Texas, headed to Oklahoma State. Where were you at when when this went down, Ragu? And how excited were you on a scale of 1-2 off the chain? Uh, I was pumped. I was watching it on a Instagram or a Twitter live feed <laughs> from at Coach Jabari. I yeah. I don't know who he is. His uh, I thought he was maybe a one of Chris Harris's coaches, but from his Twitter bio, I don't know what he is. After I read it, but he was broadcasting it. So uh, Chris <laughs> Harris was at his middle school, I believe, Coyle. Yeah, and. Uh, that's where he was. Uh, he was there with his family. Had the table set up, you know, kind of like you see the a lot of the high school kids do. And um, he unzipped his shirt, showing Oklahoma State. And I mean, I was pumped. I, I honestly, I was getting kind of nervous at the end that it was going to be Texas Tech. But <laughs> I was after that visit, I was so strong Oklahoma State just because of everything I was hearing about how much his dad and he liked the yep. visit and it sounded like his dad was all set on if Chris wanted to go to Oklahoma State he was completely down for that yeah but uh it was I mean it was awesome to see it's a great way to kind of I, and I know they still have a couple spots left but a great it's pretty much a bow on the already awesome class yeah yeah and you know what's so weird it's like when I rip my shirt off in public, people get all mad and you know, boo me. And now people are like cheering Chris Harris, like, come on. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I was fired up because I was I was watching that same bootleg stream. Shout out to Jabari Johnson, at Coach Jabari, for uh, streaming that feed for us. Um, apparently, he's a certified scout. Um, influencer, influencer, it says. So, I want to be an influencer. Yeah, so uh, shout, out to, shout out to Jabari, man. Yeah, so that was awesome. Um, probably not the final piece in the 2019 class, um, but definitely one of the last. OSU has now just two spots remaining um, in its 2019 class. We don't exactly know where those spots are going to go. Off the top of my head, it's probably going to go to Dudu Guy or um, or a grad transfer or maybe Dudu Guy and a grad transfer or two grad transfers. We don't really know. Maybe just a regular transfer. Um, but this is this is definitely a big get for Oklahoma State. I think it really bolsters um, the 2019 class. And so now they have two shooting guards with Chris Harris and Marcus Watson. Watson, who is 6'6", and I think will probably play a little small forward. Um, they have Avery Anderson, who is who is kind of a shooting guard. He's a combo guard, likes to handle the ball. And then they have Caleb Boone, a center, Keelan Boone, power forward, who I think I think is probably more of a small forward. So the class is really nice. Five commitments overall. Ranked number 20. Yeah, ranked number 20 now. I think they moved up. How many spots did they move up? Three or four spots today with with uh, Chris Harris? Yeah, it was a few. And I, I mean, yeah, it's one of their best classes since, you know, early 2000s. Probably since the 2005 class, I would yeah. say. Um, and that if you go back and look at that class, that class was absolutely stacked. Uh, so yeah, this is this is a, a really nice get. Uh, Harris, like I said, it ranked number one twenty eight in the two four seven Sports Composite. Um, so Watson is is still the highest ranked recruit, ranked at number seventy three overall. Uh, Anderson is is one twenty three. Harris one twenty eight. 
uh, Caleb Boone, 142, and Keelan, 255. So uh, one, two, three, uh, four stars in this class, and uh, or four four stars, actually. So they got a really nice class. I'm really fired up for this uh, commitment. And what do you what do you make of of Harris as a as a as a get? Because he's 6'3", 195, a little bit bigger, a little bit longer than Avery Anderson. Um, I'll read a tweet here from Evan Daniels, um, who who writes for two four seven. Said Mike Boynton is getting one of the best pure scorers in the two thousand nineteen class. And Chris Harris shoots it well from distance, can create space off the bounce, and shoots it well on the move. Um, you've you've watched some some tape of of uh, Harris. What do you make of of what OSU is getting here? Yeah, I got to watch their playoff game against Midway, yeah. uh, South Garlands, and obviously, just if, if you haven't watched South Garland, they have Tyrese Maxey on their team, who's a top ten player in the country. He's going to Kentucky next year, and Chris Harris plays the two, but he he can handle it well enough to play the one. He's not like an um, elite ball handler, but Maxey has the ball in his hands at all times, so that's why. Harris was more playing off the ball because Maxie was bringing it down the court. But um, he's I, I would kind of think of him as he kind of reminds me of an Isaac Likely body type. I could see him getting into the weight room kind of like Likely did and toning up a little bit before his freshman year. But he's thick, probably about 200 pounds, like you said, 6'3". Um, uses his body well. He played in the post uh, on defense quite a bit that I've seen him guarding taller players. Didn't really see him go to the post on offense very much, like we've seen Likely do, but I'm sure he could add that to his game. Yeah, great shooter, has beautiful form. Um, it looks good. Sa- same consistent motion every time he takes a shot. Like I said, he he can handle the ball pretty well, well enough to create off the drive. Um, can pull up, and he only averaged about two assists a game. But the game I watched against Midway, so that South Carolina took 50 shots. 15 were from him, 20 were from Maxi. Every single one of Maxi's shots was off the dribble by him, like creating for himself. Yeah. So you can basically erase any assist chance there. So that only leaves 15 other shots for him to get an assist on. Yeah. And that happened pretty much every game. So I don't think all that to say, I think he's a great passer. Yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't look at the stats to say, you know, he's not a good passer because he only averaged two assists a game. Right. It's because Max has the ball the whole time. Yes, he's but, very uh, ball dominant. Yeah, but he, Great he's a solid. Too. Yeah, he, uh, and on defense, Harris plays really well. He's uh, active hands. Um, you'd like to see him maybe be a little quicker with his feet. Um, he would lose people on the drive sometimes, but he'll learn that. And like I said, he'll he'll get bigger, stronger in the weight room. But overall, I was impressed. I think he's a good get. He, I think his pro comp, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Gary Harris for the Nuggets. Yeah, I like that. So a uh, little under, kind of an undersized two guard. Good combo guard. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harris did an interview with, I, I can't name the television um place that did an interview with him after he committed but because i can't recall it off the top of my head but basically he said that you know he committed oklahoma state because he fell in love with 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 mike boynton what he was selling um and then said that um at oklahoma state he's gonna basically they envision him to be a combo guard they they expect him to to handle a little uh, uh ball handling duties He'll be a shooting guard. He'll be able to create his own shots off the dribble um, and create shots for other players as a playmaker. So 
I can see that um, eventually coming to fruition for him. I, I think he's got a little bit of work to do um, just in terms of getting his body ready for the next level. And uh, the comp with Isaac Likely, I think, is is really interesting because they're, they're both really good friends. Um, and so I think there's a path there where, you know, Harris could follow in Likely's footsteps and it's possible next season he could be Likely's backup. Um, and if, if that happens, I think he could play a, a really big role um, at Oklahoma State as a freshman. So we'll be interesting to see kind of where this where this goes from here, this class. But, you know, getting a commitment from, from Harris over, you know, he, he had an offer from Texas Tech that was withstanding and Texas A&M where he had originally signed. Um, were you worried that he was going to go to Texas Tech? You know, like 30 minutes before he made his commitment, Jarrett Culver decided he was going pro. Yeah, I got I got a little nervous at the yeah. end. Obviously, in our prediction post, you and I both went Oklahoma State. Yeah, and I was feeling pretty confident, but I was getting a little nervous towards the end, just seeing some tweets, you know. And then obviously, I knew Culver was going pro, but then yeah. when the, their announcements were really similar in time, as uh, Marshall pointed out in Slack. I was kind of like, well, why are they doing that? But it ended <laughs> up Oklahoma State. So, yep. Yep, no drama. Um, and now it appears the basketball drama is over, at least temporarily, because Mike Boynton is here to stay. And Chris Harris is um, has signed with Oklahoma State. So the, the 2019 class is, is fully taking shape. Um, we will continue to monitor the class as it potentially fills out over the next uh, month or so. Um, the final cutoff day for the, two, uh, the 2019 signing period, at least the spring, um, I believe is May 15th. So we'll monitor that over the coming weeks and uh, hopefully we'll get some more action. But certainly Thursday was an awesome day for for Oklahoma State and for Oklahoma State fans. And uh, so, yeah, this is uh, this is all good news for Oklahoma State as they kind of try and rebuild this, uh, this roster on the fly this offseason. And hopefully they can uh, bounce back in in year three for Mike Boyne. I don't think we have anything else to talk about, Ragu. Did we hit on anything, or did we miss on anything that we should have hit on? No, I think we're good. Okay, all right. Let's go to bed. Let's get out of here. Good luck moving. Um, I think that's yeah. all. Yeah. So, be sure to uh, comment on uh, Ragu's biceps in the. <laughs> Uh, iTunes section, give us some nice comments, some good reviews. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get this delivered directly to your phone. Um, thanks for listening, Regu. You have anything else to say? No, I'm good, man. I'll okay. talk to you later. Okay, we'll do it next week. Thanks, man.